So welcome to the third episode of Coffee Break. Um, today we're going to be talking about networking. Um, we're going to tell you a couple of stories about our own networking experiences um, and then try and give you some useful advice um, that we've discovered during our, our time as networkers. Um, so Steph is going to give some of her experiences first. So I wanted to start with um, a not-so-happy networking experience. And I, it's one specific example, but I've had a lot of these instances. Um, there was an event at, I think, a women's museum in D.C. There was going to be a panel, and then before that they had just snacks and an opportunity to um, network. And there was probably... 100, 150 people in this small space. Um, I didn't know anybody else who was definitely going to be there. So I walk into the small space. It's very filled. It's very crowded. And I'm instantly overwhelmed by the people in the room, the amount of people in the room, the fact that I don't know anybody or I'm not sure that I know anybody. Um, and you know, so I think you going in there without a strategy, um, going in there without a clear idea of what I wanted to get out of it, um, and I went in there without a clear sense of who I really was. I mean, that was during my first internship while I was in grad school, so it was just a really overwhelming experience. I probably lingered for about 10 or 15 minutes and then instantly went to find a seat and sat there for another 15 or 20 minutes waiting for the panel to start. So um, the withdrew instantly and, and then was not able to um, start even talking to anybody. It was completely overwhelming. Um, and, and the other experience that I wanted to talk about really quick um, were is definitely in the much more positive realm. I participated in a mentoring circles program through the YWCA in Cleveland where they sat us at um, different groups at four different lunches, and there were mentors that rotated. So we met with a different mentor each um, mentor each lunch session. And after, I had coffee with um, two of those mentors, and just sitting down one-on-one -on -one and talking with them about their experiences. Um, they thought back to when they were just starting out, also offering me advice, pointers, listening to what I was saying and responding with very thoughtful um, advice and practical advice too. And also just really encouraging what they had to say. And so those, um, you know, that's definitely an experience that was much more positive. I was able to, from one of the mentors, connect with somebody else um, related to the work that I do. So making connections that way. Um, so two very different experiences, but I think useful for the discussion. Yeah. Um, so while you're talking, I thought of a really good negative <laughs> example um, of when my networking skills failed completely. <laughs> um, I went to this event a few weeks ago, um, and I went with, with a friend of mine, and we went, and there were about 15 other women or so in the room, um, and then the two of us. And it was one of those instances where all those 15 people were friends and knew each other. Yeah. Um, and me and my friend did not know anybody and had heard about it, you know, through the grapevine. Um, 
And so I realized at that event how difficult it is to insert yourself into conversations when everybody clearly knows each other. So in the end, my friend and I ended up sitting at a table with a glass of wine, talking to each other, um, and didn't really get to connect with anybody. Um, and even when we did, it was very, it was very short. Um, I think partly because by the time we did start to connect with people, I was already like turned off to the event and discouraged about how I had failed <laughs> at networking. Um, and partly because my the friend that I went with was very um, overselling herself, so it made me feel very awkward. <laughs> um, but so my positive experiences are more um, of a one-on-one -on -one situation. Um, I've been doing some research into some things lately, into some new positions, and so I have been talking to several friends of mine, and this is kind of a different kind of networking that I think we should talk about, but um, through these friends, they've introduced me to friends of theirs who have, have similar positions or have um, ideas and thoughts and brainstorming on the topic, and I've been able to set up meetings and informational interviews with people um, and kind of grow my knowledge base that way, and that has been so much more... Um, comfortable and I've gotten so much more out of those conversations than trying to break into a group of people at a huge event where you have 15 minutes to network. Um, so I like those better. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think we our positive experiences are very similar. And one thing I, I just occurred to me, I think part of it is that um, networking is like a big, scary word and it's easy to abuse networking, right, by just tossing your card to everybody, trying to meet <laughs> as many different people to further your you know, own interest. Um, but really, networking is about um, building relationships with people, and it's easier to do that in a one-on-one -on -one, uh, setting. But I think maybe it would be helpful to both of us if we thought about like these big events as an opportunity to find people to build further relationships with. So, like, you go into this room not expecting the magic of networking to happen, but to meet a few other people and then think about who do you want to get to know more. Because that's, I think, I mean, it feels like that's what we like about it. Yeah. Um, I There's this one group I belong to that's a networking group, and they have something um, once a month. And when I first started going, I was like, oh, I have to network, I have to network. And I would come home really discouraged from it. And now when I go, I just want to meet someone who also wants to talk about the same thing I do and would maybe like to get coffee sometime to talk about it, not in, like, a creepy way. Yeah, right, no. <laughs> but, like, I would rather go to, this, to these events and make a new friend. Um, and it's been so helpful. I've actually met a bunch more people that have been way more open to talking to strangers. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of changing the way that you think about it from, oh, I have to network and get something out of this, to I just want to meet a friend and get to know someone. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's like speed Yeah, dying. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this person is somebody we, we probably have a mutual interest. I'm going to follow up with them and, and then do a one-on-one -on -one relationship and tap into their network and who they know. Right. I mean, I think... It's, but then when you're in these situations, when you walk into a room that's really crowded or you walk into a room where all the people there seem to know each other, it's easy to panic, <laughs> I think. And so you do need to have strategies for walking into a space like that and um, f 
figuring out how you're going to start talking to people because it can be really intimidating. Um, have you found anything that works for you when you're doing that? Well, I've been told, the advice that I've always been told is to just kind of walk up to a group and eventually insert yourself in the conversation, mm -hmm. which does not work for me at all. I just wind up standing awkwardly on the edge of a yeah. circle. So what I found is trying to single out that other person in the room who's also feeling really awkward because there always is yeah. someone. Um, and, you know, casually going up and being like, oh, my gosh, I'm really bad at these events. Like, what do you do? Like, let's yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not even, you know, saying it outright, but just kind of giving off that, hey, I also hate yeah. talking. <laughs> like, it's okay. Yeah, that could be a great way to start building a relationship with that person. Yeah. I did this today. I mean, I find it, it easier to insert yourself into a group of people already talking when you know the people in that group, kind of, or at least know of them. So I was at a meeting this morning, and then after I was waiting to talk to um, the executive director, um, but she was tied up, so they're just kind of standing around, and other people were in a group. And I know those people. I mean, I go to this monthly meeting with them. Uh, but I don't really know them. But it, then it was easy to, like, just stand into their conversation uh, because I'm not really an outsider, even though they may not know me personally. So in that sense, it actually worked. Um, but I felt comfortable, so that's why I was able to jump in. Yeah. I also think something you said about, uh, like, your friend who was overselling herself you have to kind of be careful about who you go to networking events with. Um, I know we've tried to go to events together, and um, it's not that we oversell ourselves, but we're just both a little bit shy and awkward. I think we undersell <laughs> ourselves when we go yeah, together. Yeah, we end up, um, you know, like going deeper into our own little circle. Um, and I, I did the same thing with Mike. I mean, we're both awkward, too, so we cannot network at, together at all. Um, but so I think being thoughtful about that is important. And then I think just um, one of the things that I really realized from going to a networking event with her is how important it is to be aware of the person you're talking to um, and understanding that they probably don't want to spend 20 minutes talking to you or listening to you talk about yeah, yourself. Yeah. Um, they would probably rather be talking about themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, so just really reading their body language and getting a better understanding of, like, oh, hey, this person doesn't want to talk to me anymore. I'm going to wrap it up while they stay, still think positively of me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have two thoughts about that. The first is I'm amazed at how many people, like, have no self-awareness about how long they talk. <laughs> like, it's so interesting to me. And this is, like, in networking, it's in meetings, it's fascinating. The other thing is the work I do community organizing, a lot of it is about building relationships, and one of the things that we practice is um, letting the other person talk. And if you can ask them questions, open-ended questions to draw them out, um, they become more invested. I think it's the same thing with networking. You want to ask questions about the other person, hopefully because you're genuinely interested in what they have to say. Um, but at least it helps. I mean, that's what building a relationship is, like getting the other person to want to talk to you. Yeah, and I think it makes you more memorable if you're not just another person talking about yourself, but you're more, you appear 
to be more interested in what's going on yeah. with them instead of what they can do to help mm-hmm. you. Another thing um, that I kind of mentioned, and I think it's a good strategy, is just like being prepared. So like walking into the room, knowing what you're going to say about yourself, like your little, they call it an elevator pitch, like that 15 second thing, you're going to say what you do. Um, and I do feel more comfortable doing that now that we, I have a job or that I'm not a student, you know, because I'm just a grad student. Like that's really hard to say and it it's a, a confidence, it gets rid of my confidence quickly. But also like... Um, having, if you have business cards, like making sure you have some on you so you don't have to be the person who says, oh, I'm out of business cards today, which, you know, is awkward and makes, for me, it, it makes me uncomfortable, which comes through in my conversations. And I think uh, that just made me think of that, um, say whatever you do with authority, yeah. you know, like don't be hesitant. Like I don't have a, a full-time job. Mm-hmm. But I just am really upfront about it, and I say it with authority, yeah. like, oh, I work three part-time yeah. jobs. Like, Instead of saying, like, I'm... That's okay with you me. You wouldn't say, like, I'm just an intern. You have to say, no, I'm right. doing all of these really cool things. Like, you definitely want to talk to me. Yeah, and you have to say it, you know, positively. Yeah. Like, I'll be the first one to admit that I'm a little bitter about <laughs> <laughs> working three jobs. But when I talk to people, I sell it as this awesome experience to work with three very different organizations. yeah. yeah. That's been amazing and, like, really cool. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's... You have to be in a good place um, mentally to be able to talk to other people about what you're doing. Absolutely. Because people don't want to hear you complain about your job. No, because it's awkward for them. Like, think about if you're that Mm -hmm. person that's getting complained to. Who wants to be that? No, it's awkward. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what to say when you hate your boss. Yeah. (laughs) Like, great, can I have your job? You you should (laughs) not say that to the first... The people you meet initially it's kind of yeah um the other thing for me is like comfort so like if I'm too cold or too hungry at going into these events like forget it like there's no way that I'm going to talk to anybody so I have to just like know that um because yeah, usually the food at these places is not going to be a gourmet meal so you have to for me that's a big thing yeah, I was at this networking event, um, and I was all, you know, set and ready to go and network, and it was over, like, the dinner time area, like, six to eight, um, and I get there, and there was no oh my food. God. <laughs> so I stayed, like, 20 minutes, enough to talk to one or two people, and then yeah. I left. Like, I'm just not interested, and I'm not going to be at my best game. Like, I'm thinking more about where I'm going to get food from than what you're saying yeah. to me. So it's just, it's not worth the time to put in if you're not comfortable. Yeah, that's, that's another, I think that's a really good point, too. You have to do it wholeheartedly, and if you're not going to, you know, you're, you're wasting everybody's time, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you do, um, you know, these, like, one-on-one networking um, meetings, do you find that people are willing to help you and, and give you information and connect you to other people? I, when I first started doing networking, I found people to be really unhelpful, and um, I didn't know, I guess it was partly on me that I didn't really know what I wanted and how to explain what I was looking for, Um, but lately I've had just really good experiences um, where people have been really open to hear what it is I, I do and what I want to be doing. 
um, and really open to trying to help in whatever way they can. And I think it's because the people I've been networking with have been friends of friends or a friend of mine. Um, and so there's more invested in trying to be open and um, helpful. Do you think you have a clearer sense of what you want from them too, though? I think, yeah. I think I go into these meetings with a definite agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, like, this is what I want to learn from yeah. you. I'm not leaving as <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, like. I mean, I mean, I think I think you're right because people want to help you, but you have to help them help you, right? Right. And I think you have to and go in not afraid to have an agenda. Like I think at first, mm-hmm. when I was starting to have informational interviews and that kind of thing, I was a little bit timid about asking for things. But if you want somebody to help you, you have to ask for it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, so when I first started trying to do that, I would be like, oh, do you know anyone who does this? Um, And I just always felt like that was awkward and weird, and I just never liked how it felt. Um, But now I've realized that you can frame that in such a better way. You know, you can say, like, I really need to talk to someone who does this. Like, I, I, I wish I knew someone who did this. And if that person that you're talking to knows someone who does that, most likely they're going to chime in and be like, oh, hey, I have a friend who does that. Um, So there's ways of, like, asking for help without actually being like, how can you help me? Yeah, You know? Which I I think is a really key part of networking Mm -hmm. well and not awkwardly. Well, I think it's really (laughs) about finding what's comfortable for you. Again, what what ask makes you feel confident? Because if you're not confident, it's going to show and people aren't going to help you. Mm -hmm. So you have to feel comfortable asking for things um and in the way that makes you radiate confidence like I need this thing and you're going to be the one to help me and it's going to be awesome like that's just what you have to you know exude um one thing that I kind of struggle with with these one-on-ones um is like so I've had this great networking meeting and I really want to get to know this person um more but I'm I'm afraid to ask for another meeting or like how soon do you ask for another meeting or like is it awkward to how do you ask somebody to be a mentor like how do you build a relationship with a particular person more so that you can keep meeting with them that's something that I'm stuck with stuck on a little bit yeah I I think that's definitely I think that's really hard I have such a hard time like, following up with people to keep building on that relationship. Um, I I just get, like, wrapped up in whatever they told me and working on it that I forget to be, like, hey, thank you so much for that. Like, can we check in? Like, can I tell you in a few weeks what I've done and you can help me with it? Um, You just reminded me I need to report out to one of those people that I met with. I think that's, like, something, I mean, that's at the end of the day something that they would really appreciate. So this one woman told me about this book, called Strength Finders, where you take an online assessment and it tells you your top five strengths. Oh, I did Isn't that. Isn't cool? It's great. Yeah. So um, she recommended it to me, so I did it, and I emailed her last week like, hey, thank you so much for this recommendation. These are my top five strengths. Like, I'd really like to meet with you again at some point. Like, I hope we can keep in touch. And she emailed me back, and so we had that kind of banter. But just, like, reporting to them on something that you did that they recommended, I think builds that relationship. And it doesn't have to be major, but... Yeah, I mean, I think even just showing that you remembered what they said, Mm -hmm. and even if it, like, completely failed, like, it's still showing that, hey, I remember what you said, and I tried it, and 
whatever this is yeah, what happened yeah this is what happened um, you know I I think yeah it just shows that whatever that person said was important right, to you yeah and again like so. the thing about building relationships which is what networking really is is to make other people feel good and that makes you feel good <laughs> and then it makes them want to help you again or it um it means that they'll be able to come to you sometime for help um and and I think it's just about making sure they feel good that you feel good that everybody's getting something out of it um, so I think um you know we've we've covered the topic pretty thoroughly is there any last thoughts that you have about um about networking and what you like about it and what you've learned um I still don't like it <laughs> I still really hate it <laughs> um, but what I've learned is that there's there's ways that I can do it that make me feel really comfortable mm -hmm. um and I I know what my you know confidence limits are and what my my social anxiety limits are and that's that's okay with me and that's was what works for me and so I end up having more um I guess networking sessions or meetings with people where I come out of it feeling like I got yeah. something because I know what is okay mm -hmm. with me and what I want from yeah. it yeah so that's that's my networking yeah. lesson learned yeah. I mean I think that's a great one because you have to just know yourself I really just like um, learning about what other people are doing with their lives. <laughs> and so, like, sometimes it's useful because there's a point of connection, and so it's, like, networking because we're both gaining something from knowing each other. But often it's just, like, I still don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life, so I'm like, I could do that. Oh, that's so interesting. I could do that. And so I just like to talk to people about, like, what they do and how they got there. Um, so for yeah. me, it's just like an opportunity to learn more and, you know, reevaluate um, my life and what I'm doing. But I think uh, for me, it's helpful to think about networking as that's kind of relationship building. And um, that's mm -hmm. why I like doing it individually and not in a giant room full of people. That's really crowded. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think going at it thinking that I'm going to make a new friend is so much more helpful to me than trying to sell myself yeah. to someone. <laughs> and we would definitely like to hear what your thoughts are about networking and what works for you and some advice you got maybe that worked or maybe advice you got that didn't work. So you can tweet us at uh, Coffee Break To Go or you can email us at coffeebreak25 at gmail.com and we are looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, send us your awkward stories. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time.